Hello, I am Nathaniel Maymoudis, your host of Scarves Up. We are back talking about three Sounders wins. Week 24, week 27 recap. A lot has happened. We're going to get right into it. Got to bring my co-host for Scarves Up, David Maymoudis. Hello, everyone. Big, big fun time if you're a Sanders fan. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, Sanders continuing their win streak. Uh, but also just all, all over the world of soccer, we got the Premier League starting back up. Um, back up, there's... There's no the drought of being of nothing happening after the World Cup ending is over because now wherever you look everything's starting up and there's soccer for yeah, everyone to see. At one point we thought we might be looking forward to the Premier League because we'd be done paying attention to the MLS season, but the Sounders had something to say about that. Ten games unbeaten, seven wins in a row, tying the MLS record. And the Sounders' next game is against SKC, who are taught who are tied with the Sounders for the uh, seven. The other team with a seven-game seven single-season winning season streak. Winning so streak. we could maybe have that record solely um, if if, if we the Sounders win. can get it done this coming Saturday. Uh, okay, and. Uh, and then, uh, besides MOS, we also saw uh, the Seattle Rain get uh, continue good form. They're sitting in second place in NWSL. It looks like they could end up playing Portland back to back at the since they played them uh, last game of the season. In their then last game, on. which will decide who gets second place, and I guess that will decide where whether the the first playoff game is at home. So the Sounders really need to win this game against the Portland. Rain, the rain, the rain really need to win that game against the Thorns in order to keep the playoff game at home. So we got the rain being exciting. We have the Sounders being exciting. However, S2 is just disappointing. Is Hey, they're not at the bottom of the table. And yes, that that is true. They um have made a little bit of progress, but still ahead of the Tulsa Roughnecks with one game plus the game in hand. But uh, with um, even with David Estrada coming back to S two, it's um uh, not enough in S two. Who uh, after their first season when they joined at USL, they made the play playoffs. Of course, there were about ten less teams then, since now there are seventeen teams. Right. I mean, if this were England, they'd be becoming a Sounders FC three. Yeah. Uh, but. As it is, they'll live to fight another day. Perhaps uh, next year the Sounders will go through a season with less injuries and can afford to leave some more players with S2. But, uh, yeah, just not seeing much growth there. But, um, yeah, I mean, you look at the USL affiliates, it really um, has no connection with their sister clubs. There's Atlanta United uh, and Toronto. Also sharing also <laughs> just about the same number of points as the Sounders down there at the bottom. Right there. 
so now with all these teams, uh, obviously there's been a lot of talk uh, if there if there would be uh, relegation and promotion in the U.S. You take all these teams um, since and uh, I would love to see that, but I think if you did do it. You know, one thing you would have to do is get rid of all of the teams like Sounders too, because you yeah, can't you, really you have the can't Sounders have team. The affiliate, you, you can't know, have the As much fun as it would be to see the Pittsburgh Riverhounds or the Charleston Battery come up to MLS, the idea of Atlanta United two and TFC two and New York Red Bulls two is just ridiculous. Yeah, I think all those clubs um, would have to end, and if they're going to continue playing, then we can just have a separate league for all of them. Um, right, some kind of developmental league. But yeah. I'd love to see promotion and relegation. It just seems unlikely it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, just because it's such a foreign concept to exactly. Americans. Exactly. Uh, but it, it, I think it really would help. It gives San Jose, uh, who will just continue to look terrible, something so, to play for. Here's my idea of how you start it. You know, the USL is pretty getting pretty close to having 40 teams anyway. You know, if it did get to 40 teams, you could imagine just a 20-team upper and lower division and do promotion relegation just within those two leagues. And then when everyone saw how much fun it was, maybe they would get, you know, convince MLS to join in the game. And then you uh, then you also have to remember that there is still the few NASL teams like um, yeah, fine. Miami I mean, FC sure, and, it'll work and out New well. York Cosmos. They, come... they just have to... Since now USL and NASL are on the same level, they just have to combine. They right. just and, be it, and if somebody is, you know, com- by that time, by the time we get around to that, you know, MLS will have 32 teams or something like that. And at some point we'll sort of stabilize and say, hey, maybe 24 games, 24 teams would be a better choice. You know, we'll have a few years where we relegate a couple of teams and get back down to 24 in the top division. Anyway, we can, we can talk about how that should work out sometime. How many teams do you want MOS to have? Well, I mean, I think, you know, you could view the Premier League as the perfect system with 20 teams. Um, I so like the We've sim- already suppressed that. And right, the, no, so but, but, but the point is, you know, if you want to get to a system where you play every team twice, because I think with promotion and relegation, it's hard to have an unbalanced uh, league schedule yes. like we do. Though I guess you could do it if you basically... You know, relegated one person from the one team from the west and one team from the east, then maybe it would be okay if you played your home division more. Uh, yeah, and um, t- team wise, uh, still, I think it would be nice uh, to have 20 anywhere. If it goes more than than 32, then it, it just has to stop. I don't, I, it's ridiculous how many teams there are in um, USL right now. Well, again, it's good if there are teams. Do you it's think, good if these teams can get fans. Do you think that uh, they should ditch uh, the conference system in MOS? Uh, well, I mean, I think, again, the problem is, the re- you know, England's a tiny little country, so it's easier to just have everybody play everybody when the whole thing is the size of New Hampshire. Do they ditch? Not quite, but close to that. Do, do, um, do, they, ditch, uh, do they ditch the conference conferences go to one big conference would you like to see that more or you like to see it where it's where like they divided it maybe like the nfl or it was more like where you have like four people in a group 
I mean, I like the that, fact that... That would be... Yeah, I mean... Be I, sort of World Cup format. I, I, I wouldn't like that now that I say it. I think you have to do something <laughs> geographical, you yeah. know. And so the idea of a geographical unbalanced schedule makes sense. I don't know. I mean, there probably are a lot of ways to do it. Hopefully people will come up with some clever ideas. What about... Uh, what about the MOS season? Right now it's 34 games, um, which is unlike most leagues in Europe, which is 38. Um, though the MOS season is probably, I think it's technically longer than right, any well, other season. You know, then obviously you get into the other big question, which is... I mean, is... They, they do have games on... There's a lot more games on like Tuesdays for the Premier League, but it's four games. Right. I mean, I, I think I would love to see the system, this, the season taking closer to 26 or 30 weeks, which would mean a more, a short, you know, more, more consistent games and more midweek games. The other question, obviously, is should the MLS ever move to the same schedule as the rest of the soccer world where we're taking the summer off? Uh, you know, obviously, that would be a big change for fans who are used to being able to see games out in the sun. Yeah, there's... There's three things uh, that if MOS wants to be more to really be more respected, and and they are more respected now than they've ever been. Um, if they but if they want to be, they they be, be more respected, part of the top the top leagues in the in the world, they, they have, have to they have to extend to thirty eight. They gotta flip. Uh, they gotta flip the um. They schedule. They gotta start taking the summers off. Yeah, stop taking the summers off. Play in the winter. Um, uh, you'd say promotion um, and relegation is another thing. But we're going back to the All-Star game. We got to get rid of that. Sure. We, do those, we do those four things. Um, I really believe... Uh, do you want to get rid of the All-Star game entirely or just get rid of it being a friendly against the... You know, because you can't really picture a Premier League All Star game, can you? Um, well, Romelu, well, there are people who uh, the Romelu Lukaku has talked about them starting one uh, them up. He wants it, and other players have shared um, interest in it. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it would happen. But the main point is they have to stop having it against a European club. If we do this four thing, four things, which. I don't believe any of them will happening relatively soon. If something happens, it's going to be in like five years, and the first thing that will happen would be the season getting longer, and that's just because uh, we have more teams, so they want more teams right. to get to play each other. When we get up to 39 teams, you'll have to have a 38-game season exactly. just so you can play each one once. Um, if, yeah, if they, uh, but 10, if they do promotion and relegation, which I think, we're heading in the path that it will happen someday. It's not going to be in the next. Uh, not till Alexi not till Lawless like is commissioner. Years. Yeah, and. And yeah, um, it's not. It's not gonna happen. In in ten years, and it be, because just Americans have to uh, get used to a league where you don't just buy in. You don't you um and right now MOS is the way that they have their set rules where like um you have the money like Dave Beckham you can just start you can start a team. Uh, 
Well, so we've been talking for 20 minutes. We haven't gotten to any of these wins. Okay. You'd almost think we were trying to avoid talking about the Sounders like we might have felt wanted that we wanted to do earlier in the season. Okay, so we got to get into... Uh, before the, the... The game that we missed be... Um, the, the first so we, first game is against FC Dallas. Before that game on FX one, uh, FS1 um, was the game where uh, that would not end because of a red card to Orlando and a lot of VAR, so tons of stoppage time. So we're just watching this game, waiting for the Sounders game to start. Right, in the 95th minute, and then tied 2-2. This go this play, Wayne Wayne Rooney, who after coming over, he's he's looked remarkable, and, right, but and it he he's, with, he's with another looked, one of your favorite plays. He's looked like Didier Drogba. Didier Drogba. Oh, don't so, insult Randy by comparing him to Drogba. You know, no, no, I'm original, not insulting him. Awesome guy. No, Didier Drogba came over and he changed uh, Montreal. He is doing that, and especially okay. to uh, Costa. Um, Wayne Rooney in this play, play who, right, who play. people say have lost his feet, even though he is still pretty young. Uh, he's this play shows why at a point in his career why he was the best player in the world. Uh, at a point, he had he's had competition. He was in run with Ronaldinho, but so it's the ninety fifth minute. Uh, DC sends their keeper up. David Austin goes up. Very gutsy move. Do they want? They need three points at home, even though they, they have games in hand. He goes for the header, misses it kind of badly. Uh, you kind of know he Wayne wasn't Rooney books it back. Well, but even before that, so the, you know the the ball is cleared out. Will Johnson, former Timber, is, you know, running out with the ball. And Toronto FC looking player. at the empty net, fifty yards away, lining up his shot. Amazing tackle. Who is playing defense? From Wayne Rooney. He's the only player back. Only player really only even player trying. Only close to his own half. Wins a tackle. Gets up. Plays an insane ball. Uh, super high in the air. And the shortest guy who's already scored two goals on the day. Heads it in. I don't know how he got, gets past at, the defender. Because the defender has about two feet seconds. on him. Yeah. This is an amazing goal. This is the assist of the year so far. And honestly, category? Uh, yeah, they give they, they give assist of the year. Yeah, they, they should. No, they don't. The, they'll, um, they'll have to invent it for this goal. Um, they don't. They did like um, at the end of the year they make top five yeah. um, videos. Uh, I think goal of the year is the goal of the year is the only one that they give a trophy for, but they okay. make an assist of the year. That one gotta be that. Um, that goal, the goal though, itself, itself, the, the whole sequence, it, I, I'd be totally fine if this wouldn't go the year. And DC wins the game 3-2. It was incredible. And then the Sounders game started right away. So, let's get right into the Sounders game against... So the Sounders, FC at that point, you know, on a four-game win streak, uh, FC Dallas... Top team. Uh, but not looking uh, for themselves. Um, in the first half, uh, Sounders had just an amazing number of corners. It was, it was 
It was the 12th corner of the game. In the 41st minute. That uh, Chad Marshall scored, and he'd already had chances. Uh, Ladero gets the assist on that. Um, and then 52, um, uh, Maxi or Rudy, who, who, would get, who was getting booed. Right. On a couple of lucky bounces, Maxi Rudy gets behind, gets then, a lucky bounce off. Chad uh, Marshall, who partially blocks the cross. Uh, and Dom... Tom Badgey um, scores a goal like one of mine, just kind of yeah, takes it off his chest and walks it in. Just lets it hit off him. Um, uh, still surprised that they were able uh, to uh, uh, pick him up. And then 63rd, Nicholas Ladero with the free kick after assisting early in the game. Doesn't touch everyone. It does go through a lot yeah, of bodies. Puts in a beautiful but cross. Chad Marshall, Rodon, Dallas Rodon, hard runs at it. Uh, everyone's surprised. Keeper goes the wrong way, and it's in the back of the net. Uh, big. Th- uh, we had a debut. This Brad Smith, um, go after uh, being signed right bus right before the deadline, comes in. He starts. He looked fantastic. He was getting it. He was running down left hand side, putting in good ball, uh, good balls into the box. Um, looked great in this game. Um, we wouldn't see him in the LAF, the uh, LA Galaxy game. What's he in Portland? I thought we saw a much different version of Brad Smith in Portland. I think it was much more exciting. And he, he made, he, in the Dallas game, no giveaways. I think he had about three giveaways in the Portland game. Um, yeah, and part of should the reason... he should, should he, do you think he, we still start him? Based on what we've seen so far, yeah, if he's healthy, he's been he's been interesting and great, uh, more offensive than Nuhu. Um, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd left still back. learning the the league, uh, but I think he was a big part of the fact that the the uh, Sounders sort of dominated an offense here with the fourteen corners for the game. If we put if we put um, uh, the left back, if we rank him, I would say Brad. It's Brad Smith, then. Uh, for me, it's Francis, and then then knew who. Spencer would probably switch those two. Probably ninety three percent of the people in Seattle would switch those two. I know you're a Francis fan. Francis is better than knew who. That's nice at the that point. you think so. Okay, now, so we have to talk about what happened in stoppage time. Um, I am really surprised that. Uh, uh, Roy Diaz did not get suspended by the disciplinary committee after, uh, so, so Reto Ziegler gets uh, a red card for and hits, and hits Roy Diaz in the head for karate chopping. Um, uh, it's the right call. It's the right call. And then he also touches the referee, which right. he can't do. And then, uh, well, he, he touched the referee after he got the red card. Yeah. But on the replay, it's pretty clear that Roy Diaz headbutts him. Yeah, and um, and and after. You see, the discipline committee has given a suspension for a lot less. Um, and now, especially what, with hands to the face and anything by the face, I expect them to do that. So the fact that I they didn't give him here. is that the disciplinary committee can't give a one-game suspension. All they can do is give a two-day suspension. So basically they can't give what the referee could have done. So if the referee could have given him a red card... It seems a little crazy. I mean, it it's, seems it's that they weird can't... that the VAR they don't want to contradict VAR. Uh, I get that, but right. and, now, and we're okay question... with him not getting suspended. 
Right. Why, fact why is, didn't the VAR see the, see this and, and give it then? VAR needs to VAR should have uh, saw this. Also, the disciplinary committee has suspended Dempsey for stuff way less than this well, for two also, games re- remember before. Remember that was pe- that was pre uh, pre VAR and also Dempsey is Dempsey. So no, they, but it's also but it's also it but it's also still two games pre VAR. Sure. Some of those stuff that can be. They can give a one-game suspension, but they have given him two games right. but, before this you know, for much less. Dempsey, people know, can be a little mean at times. Where's Rui Diaz? He's so smiley. You know, how could he do anything wrong? Uh, it is true. Um, so, now, moving on yeah. to so, the Los Angeles game. And what a game... So a couple, a bunch of players from LA didn't travel. Um, Zlatan doesn't travel because of the turf. I think he was really scared of the tifos. See, uh, seems legit. Um, uh, he doesn't travel. <laughs> travel. Um, Alessandrini isn't there. The Dos Santos brothers um, aren't there. Um, just to name, name the the few um, that aren't there. Um, Start out really fast. Um, Sounder uh, Chad Marshall scores again off a free kick. He'd have uh, off a corner kick. He'd have a bunch um, of chances. Just beating Daniel Starez, um near post. Um, come yeah, like three times he could have done it. He could have scored uh, that. Then 18th minute. I have no idea what David Bingham. The LA keeper is thinking, why does he not play this long is beyond me. Instead, he plays it to Ashley Cole, who can do, who, who he can play, he should, he, or he, he tries to play it long, long. But he tries to, he plays it intermediately. And then it's just a terrible giveaway. Harry Ship picks it off, and then, right. Harry Ship doesn't miss it. In the form, in the form that Harry Ship is in, he doesn't miss that. If you leave him in the Two middle zero. of the field where he doesn't need to run anywhere, he can shoot. Uh, um, so and then, then uh, next, you know, another Sounder goal scored by uh, you know one of our old Sounder favorites. Rondo uh, Carrasco on goal ball comes in. Oh, well, that's right. He's not a Sounder anymore, but it's still nice to see him. You know, taking one for the yeah, team. Yeah, uh, uh, own goals in back-to-back games uh, for the Sounders. Um, yeah, if he doesn't score, you have to yeah, say. If he doesn't, um, yeah, if Carrasco doesn't involve, Diaz is gonna tap yep. it in. Uh, 59th minute, Christian Rodon would score again if he doesn't. Uh, if Christian Rodon isn't there, Roy Diaz is going to is going to score, um, or he's going to have a chance. Uh, at this point, Roy, uh, Roy Diaz is still looking for, for his, his first home goal. For first home goal. And so therefore, it was nice in 67th minute. 67th minute, uh, gets out, past the defense, five nil, uh, nice finish, cross uh, cross goal. Um, we look at the uh, saves in this game. Um, Stephen Fry had five saves to David Bingham's two. Uh, it, uh, it's uh, shots on target. Sounders had six. They had five. Um, just uh, they and uh, we had nineteen shots in total. They had fourteen shots in total. Uh, looking at uh, these uh, different stats. Um, you, we Makes can it really sound see. a little more 
even than the score even was. Even than it was in... Um, but actually, the Sounders had a couple more good opportunities. They could have easily gotten to 7 or 8 this game. And I, I don't... I don't believe it. LA, uh, LA Galaxy, they, they're playing uh, uh, without their stars. It, um, I, this team, I, I would say, is still, still good. It should still be able to compete. And uh, they just looked tired and bored. Uh, and that just hit a slump. And yep, then so they had to go play in the traffic. Yet because they've... You know, if they come back, they'll be bringing Zlatan next time. So with, um, well, we'll we'll be going to LA um, later this season. So he'll be there on the grass. Uh, then, uh, so with the five new thrashing, we were uh, above above the line for about half an hour, I think, until Real Salt Lake played. Uh, and Real Salt Lake would overtake us. So then we moved to the game uh, happened on Sunday, wrapping up Heineken rivalry week. Um, didn't see uh, this in the important game, not, not much uh, controversial calls. Leading, but in the other games in Heineken rivalry week, we saw a lot of hands to face. No red cards. Uh, given for that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of marginal hands to the face. Nothing that, you know, you you said was obviously with malicious intent. Now, the consistency was there because no one was given... Uh, no one was given a red card uh, for this this week. However, uh, before that, if it's hands to face, you get, you get a red card. That's what we've um, been used to. When we see that, we're like, it's a red card. Of course, an MOS... The hand goes to the face. They get sent off. Now, because that happens in MLS, I feel like there should have been some red cards this weekend. The other point of me is that I don't really like that MLS is so, uh, is so like if your hand touches the face and sometimes it doesn't even look hard, you get a red card. So the fact that there were more yellow cards... Uh, shown this week, I am fine with, and I hope that the consistency for that, they really look at that and keep hands to the face sometimes being um, a yellow card. We saw an El Trafico, which um, again uh, was a tie, um, one-one. Uh, Zlatan, he dove, picked up a yellow card for simulation, then he kicked the ball away, didn't get a, a second yellow card. Do you like that call? Because other people say that you want to control the game during a rivalry game. But to me, this is so abbreviated. I think I it should think, be a yellow I card. Mean, there's always the question, you know, should the criteria for the second yellow card be different than the first yellow card? I think it's correct not to send Zlatan off for that play. You know, he was... He didn't... Uh, he... You know, it was... He kicked the ball away sort of in the run of play... He, it wasn't like he walked up to a stationary ball and booted it. Um, anyway, I think a warning there is a reasonable thing. Um, you know, you can't control Zlatan, but what, you know, I don't know. So, uh, Portland game. Uh, go back to Portland. A lot of chances. A lot of bad shots. 
I mean, they only had two shots on target, and they were right at five. Like, Fry didn't have to... Right, 11 block shots. Um, you know, in general, Portland dominated possession, uh, we controlled won. a lot of the game, but didn't really seem dangerous. You know, they, they, you know the one shot that looked Smetcher, like it could have scored was a header that was over the goal. Uh, yeah, just barely by Amonteros after um, Zarek Valentin pulled off an amazing turn on Wu Bruin. Right, Wu Bruin, not the best one-on-one -on -one defender. Pulled off an amazing um, uh, block. Um, Brian Spencer always loves to talk about um, uh, duels won. Sounders won that 50, 51 to 43. That's his favorite stat. Um, I don't th The Sounders were defending a lot of this game, but uh, I'm not sure I believe the clearances. Sounders have had 41. The Timbers had 12. I thought we were more on the tack in that. We definitely had a better... Most of that has got to come in the first half. We had a much better second half. Well, I mean, I, I think the Timbers were putting in a, little, a lot of crosses. Uh, putting in crosses against Chad Marshall and Kim Key, not going to work very well. Uh, then when Roman Torres comes in, putting crosses in against the three of them, also not going to work very well. So, you know, I'm happy to see Portland, you know, see if they can get to 100 crosses because none of them are going to work against that defense right now. Yeah. Uh, well, we saw... Uh, Diego Chara get a yellow card in the, the 22nd minute. Um, this tackle was so, so late. Um, Did you think it was possible? To that, I think this could have been a red card. Um, stopping, stopping an attack. Late, late tackle. tackle. Um, you know, but overall, for a Cascadia Derby, you know, pretty could have been worse. Um, some... Uh, coach is a little annoyed. Samurai uh, uh, Saint does it didn't like. Um, at the end of the game, Sounders uh, kicked the ball to the corner instead of Jeff and right. Alonso Alonso carefully uh, Pineda, wasted another thirty seconds talking. by by putting the ball out in the far corner. Pineda arguing. Um, did ne never look like Smetzer. Smetzer is never the one losing his cool. If there's someone on our Coaching staff losing it to go. It's always gone. So. But 70, we got to talk about the goal. 76 minute. Kim Key, uh, watching this live, right. you just see him running down right. the side, continuing making his run forward. Lays the door ball off to, to Lero. Makes another run forward. After. You can see that the. After Christian. Uh, yeah. Um, was it Christian Rodon or Ladero who passed? Ladero. Um, you, you he he gives it the, to Ladero. The timber is it just doesn't occur to anyone that he might go that direction. Nobody follows him Valentin, at all. Valentin is caught watching Ladero. Liam Ridgewell doesn't decide where he's going, doesn't cut anything down. And then Julio Casante uh, tries is to the one pass it and it goes off him. Raul Diaz in the, back, in the back post. Put under a lot of pressure. Raul Diaz does not touch that. That's an no-go. And uh, you can tell he's sad. He... A game, their game in Colorado uh, earlier this season was decided by his own by an own goal by uh, Consante too. So it's got to hurt a lot of feelings there. And then later in the game, um, what would cause the stoppage in Alonso wasting time, um, Roy Diaz, who would get called offside, uh, his back foot. Uh, 
kicks Castante right. in the head, which is weird. Insult. Which is weird because Castante is has his hands to his face before his uh, Rodriguez's foot gets there, and it looked it looked painful. But why are his hands already there? Is is dumb. Well, he was covering his face after the own goal. Maybe he actually played the last twenty minutes with his hands over his face, and we just didn't notice it. It's true. So. Sounders' next game against uh, SKC uh, right now. And uh, like we said uh, about the Yellow Galaxy, it's the first time the Sounders have been above the red line uh, this season. They get to be <laughs> above it for at least a week since it was the um, last game uh, of uh, the week. Uh, so what do you think? Can the Sounders win another seven in a row? Catch Atlanta for the Sporter Shield? It's going to be hard. I don't think it will go that far. But um, but you're hopeful that we, we can extend it, it one we more keep and it take up. the MLS record? Um, I, I think, um, and at home, uh, they're excited. I don't see them slowing down right now. I think uh, we look at, so let's look at, uh, the standings right now. So the Sounders, right now, they're in fifth place. With getting the three points, it's it it hurts the Timbers because it was late. However, uh, seventh, only one point behind us in the Galaxy. Galaxy are in sixth. Galaxy have played three more games um, than the Timbers. Right, so the Timbers and the Whitecaps certainly still in it. Uh, there'll be a lot of, white lot caps, of fighting white for caps that last place. One, white Caps in eighth. They've played uh, one less game than LA. I expect. I expect. I, I don't. I, well, based on how LA the Galaxy is going, even though Ziggy Schmidt finds ways to get in playoffs, I don't think it's happening. Um, I think they're going to finish in seventh. Um, who do you think it'll be? The Timbers, they'll, the Whitecaps, coming up. They'll cross them. Um, well, it's also about um, RSL. I think if someone, I think if a team in the playoffs right now is going to drop, it's RSL. They played twenty-seven. They're only ahead by, of us um, by three. We got two games in hand of them. I see. Um, so you're predicting the Timbers and the Whitecaps make it into the playoffs. I think both of the Timbers and the Whitecaps make it in, and. Uh, and um, they'll be five and six. We'll be through three. LAFC will be four. If we finish above LAFC, that'll be especially satisfying uh, uh, because of how uh, they are doing, uh, because of what happened earlier in the season with those match, uh, matches uh, um, up. We look at the... Uh, at the East, DC still has a chance with because they haven't played, uh, didn't play a lot of games because they were waiting for their stadium to open, which has become a fortress basically. Right. Toronto FC, home games. Toronto FC, they can't, uh, if they're gonna, if they're gonna make a run, they gotta they start, start winning. Soon. Um, they have to copy the Sounders and win five or six in a row. Chelsea Altidore and their, and, uh, Giovinco and all, their stars got to control themselves. Josie Altidore has got like it feels like he's got like he's got like a thousand red cards. red cards this season, and injuries. He's either 
He's out. He's picking up an injury or red card. It's just one or the other is coming to him. Let's talk about the game. SKC. SKC is sitting in second. They've played the same number of FC Dallas. They're hit the air. They're behind by one point because uh, they lost one that FC Dallas tied. We have huge history of scoring late um, against uh, SKC. It's going to be a good atmosphere during the day. We'll be on the field beforehand uh, for the kickoff uh, ceremony. Uh, What do you expect the lineup to look like this week? Um, I mean, obviously we'll see if Leardom is fit to go. Uh, we'll hope that Rodriguez can make it back in the lineup. I guess I'm not so hopeful about I, that. I believe Rodriguez is supposed to be is uh, is going to be available for this uh, game. Do we know the status of Brad Smith? Uh, no, I think Brad uh, Brad Smith. Yeah, because he was uh, limping around around a little. Um, uh, don't know about Leardum. Do you think this will finally be the game where the Sounders come out with two forwards? They could start. Um, Christian Rodon at right back if Leardum doesn't play. I'm guessing it's all about how fit Brad Smith is um, for which left back they go to. I expect them um, to stay with four at the back there, even though you ask us what the lineup they should be playing is three at the back, bring in Torres back until you have Marshall Kihi and Torres because you can't remove any of them since Kihi Marshall has been great. Roman Torres is uh, still good. Uh, got five in the middle. For me, that's Alonzo, Svensson, Nadero, uh, Rodriguez, if he's healthy, uh, and Rodon. Then up top, you have Will Bruin. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, we got... Uh, Will Bruin and Roy Diaz. Now, we've seen in the last three games them playing together. And when they play together, you we have seen Will Bruin open up space for Roy Diaz. Roy Diaz had a chance to have an acrobatic finish um, in this game. In the t- this game puts it wide in the end. Um, but he's opening up space. Yep. So... So and I why like Brian Spencer doesn't try it, especially when we are at home, I don't think when it, we can go for more goals. He's not going to do it. I don't think it's going to happen. He likes the attacking He's not he going to do the it. attacking wingbacks. He likes bringing he's, in Bruin in like the 55th well, minute. Okay, but I think if we're, if we're going to see two forwards, he's it's, not gonna, do it. it's going to be in a 4-4-2. It's not going to be in a 3-5-2. We're not going to see the Sounders come up with no... You know, true. So what score, no outside defenders. score prediction... In this game, um, I'll go for my for my standard three zero uh, goals from Chad Marshall and Rui Diaz, and uh, let's say that Torres will come in and you know in the waning moments uh, and you Torres know, still hasn't scored in uh he hasn't scored for the Sounders except for that penalty. Yep. When's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? We're I rooting for you. We are rooting for Saturday your smile. Is the day. I Torres, really want it to Torres happen. Torres comes in as the fifth defender to seal the game, goes up on a quarter kick. I really want it to happen. Yep. Yeah. In my book, I think it's going to be Will Bruin scoring. Uh, 
usually when we play SKC, there's four minutes of stoppage time. Will Bruin scores 90, 90 plus four. So you're saying one zero, one Will zero. Bruin. Okay. Three points. SKC hate continues to hate. Uh, Hell, hate Will hate, Bruin. Uh, hate stoppage time. Hate stoppage time. And Will Bruin has a huge history of scoring against them uh, for uh, for Houston. Um, anyway, it's gonna be exciting. I think it. I want that stoppage. Uh, time goal, but I also the way we're playing, the way it went against the Galaxy, and the way that we are excited, the way they're singing jingle bells right now in the locker room. Uh, I think it could also be a game with a lot of goals for both sides. But uh, I think we'll ultimately come away with it and take the record um, solely, uh, solo, so um, solely uh, with. To get uh, eight wins. So okay. I think that is all the time we need. Three weeks. We'll be back to review the, that, that game. Recap the game against uh, SKC. Uh, coming down to the stretch. Exciting time if you're a Sounders fan. So remember, 1 o'clock this Saturday, September 1st. Be there, CenturyLink Field. Be there with your... Scarves up.